But when the AI does it, they're not happy little trees. They're soulless trees. They are soulless trees, exactly. You know, it doesn't have that feel, that warmth (laughs) that you get from Bob Originals. with an artist a podcast created by students for students where animation junkies jordan and rich geek out about animation interview industry professionals and ask the questions you want answered i'm rich and i love cartoons i'm jordan and i make cartoons hey everyone hey everybody welcome to another chit chat episode with jordan and rich this is another chit chat episode in the new year Woo! new things to chit chat about new year new things New as, us. as hopefully we will always have. <laughs> and, and a brand new us. Do you feel brand so much new different cherry than flavored hosts. a week ago? <laughs> uh, I feel so different. Yeah. I mean, I. what day is today? I don't know. It's a Saturday today. Saturday. So in two days, I'm going to be old as dirt. <laughs> um, no, I hate, you know, That's I right. age myself, but I'm turning 39. Rich's and this birthday, is like guys, birthday episode. Twenty twenty three is gonna be my year. At this, at thirty nine, mm-hmm. you're at the top of the hill, right? Like right. forty, you're over the hill. Right. So it's all downhill from there. Thirty nine right. is the year that you have the perspective all the way around the mountain top. I like that, right? So this is where I I really need to look at my life, yeah. and get my shit together. I guess. <laughs> I like that but, metaphor, you know, though, because, like, that. you can look at your past, and, like, you can look at, like, what you see coming in your future, and, yeah. like, just take... And and pinpoint heed. which direction you want to start down the mountain on. I like that. You know? That's cool. Yeah, I'm so deep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> look at me go. Well, happy birthday. Thanks. I'll be at work. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, we all will. That's what happens. When yeah. you have a birthday during the week. Although, actually, my Anyways. studio gives us our birthdays off. But Oh, that's whatever. good for you. you know, totally. Totally. Anyways. So, so, me getting old isn't the only thing that's new this year. What else is new? I Robots making art. Let's talk about that. Yes. So, um, as I'm sure a lot of you have seen, and it's, I mean, this is going to be a topic for... It's, it's not like it's brand new or anything, but there's it's really been getting talked about a lot more lately. And it, we're going to be seeing it more and more. AI-generated art. Yeah. Now, so, if you if you follow artists on Instagram yes. or TikTok or whatever, you've probably heard about this. Yes. And if you don't follow any artists on any of these platforms, then you probably aren't listening to us right now anyways. <laughs> well, and, like, the, so the thing is, is, like, there's so many perspectives to have. Obviously, our perspective is going to become becoming from an artist. So... There's a lot going on. AI is used in so many things. It's already getting used in a lot of things and mainstream things and things that are getting sold. I tried to like dive into it a little bit. It's also an intimidating thing to research and like it's a little scary because even as an artist, I am worried about it. And sometimes when I worry about things, I don't always want to know more about it. I like to just put it aside for now. But I was looking into it. There's some interesting stuff. AI is already being used in, like, video games to make assets. So let's say 
you know, someone's de uh, designing a video game and they come, your character is coming into a room and the walls are covered with posters. And on these posters, obviously, like they have to have some kind of art, like it's a movie poster or something, like it has to have something on it. You don't want just blank photos on the wall. Anybody who's designing this room, like designing these posters themselves is going to take time. Yeah. Probably more time and effort they're than a lot of people They're going to thumbnail a bunch, they're going to do a bunch of roughs, yeah. different things. Depending on how much they care. Like, yeah. But all of this, it, it takes effort and, like, time and, like, takes talking about it and all of that stuff. So video games have been using AI to just generate random images that kind of look like art. Just putting in a few keywords. To, by putting in keywords and then they can just throw it on the walls in, like, whatever they're designing. While I... Under, this sort of, like, illustrates an idea of the approach of, like, why using AI is being well why it's being used i mean it's a it's efficient, it's, it's efficient. It's, it makes it undeniable that it is efficient mm -hmm. and in certain environments maybe that's fine and and again like efficient as in like cheap because what if you if you look deep dive and you look at ai there's a lot of ai and it's it's not good like right it, it really depends on what its use is for and you can kind of understand like i kind of can see the perspective where like you're you're in game de game development and making games is expensive and you need to find ways to cut costs. You're there's one room that this person might go through in a zombie apocalypse situation and you want to have crappy posters on the wall. Yeah, like, when, when it, it comes to like video game graphics, if you have an, an open world game that's got you know 400 different rooms you can go into, you can't pay someone to design everything for all those. Yeah rooms you know like if if anything you'd or be like recycling the tree. same things over and over in right. every third recycling room assets and stuff like, um, but with ai generated images you probably don't even have to do that you could just yeah. just type in a few things in each room and have them be populated yeah. now what in case like you don't understand what ai generated art is and to understand the problems behind it is that ai like it could it didn't it doesn't just make these things up from scratch Right? It needs to have a body of information that we give it, and it takes from that body information and it turns it into something new. Yeah. So it's basically... New, and I say new in, like, with body ears, but, but like... Right. Well, it, it, like, it mashes things together and it generates a bastardized image of yes. what all of these things, you know, a generalization of something under this keyword yeah. would look like, right? And it copies. And what, like, you have to understand, the one of the scares with AI art now is, like, even if people, like, is it morally okay for people to use AI, even in a situation like in a video game where they're trying to make tiny little assets for cheap stuff on the walls, like, when is, where is the line to be drawn and is this okay? Because even though it, I can see from a, a, stand, a cheap standpoint, like, them using it, but you have to remember that the origin of AI art is that it's taking... A whole at, lot at of its core, it's sampling its core, it's, people's IP. Exactly. It's, yes. it's taking people's work and putting it into this system and using it so that now this is, it can generate something. It's hard because it's one of those things where, like, it's it's like satire, right? Like, or mm -hmm. like parody. Like, you know, Weird Al, who I love uh, as an artist... He does a lot of parodies of other people's work. Mm -hmm. And legally, he doesn't have to get anyone's permission mm -hmm. to do a parody of their work mm -hmm. using their all their same tunes. Like, that, he can he can copy all of the music in their song exactly and just change the words 
And as long as his people are performing that music, even though they didn't write it and have no claim to it, legally they can get away with it. They mm-hmm. never have to get permission. Uh, he does get permission, but that's uh, a different thing entirely. Yeah. But, like, this is kind of using the same principles. Yeah, of, it's similar. You know, so, like, let's say you want to make a spaceman, so you type in the keyword spaceman, and this AI will scour the internet for anything that probably has hashtag spaceman or hashtag spaceman art or anything like mm-hmm. that, takes all of it together, shoves it together, and basically finds, like, the most, like, almost like a, an average of, like, what this stuff is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, looks at all of it together, pieces out, you know what makes up a a body and, you know, probably has something in, you know, a space helmet with, like, you know, a booster pack or something. And then, like, slaps that on. So it's it's not directly anyone's work, but it's taken everybody's work and changed it to the point that it's something original. And I'm using finger quotes for original. Um, And that's, like, there's a point, too, with that because... It is and it, it does work and it doesn't work like that. One of the problems that's happening now is people are using, like, you can feed the AI a specific way in order to generate things a specific way. So what some people are doing are f- taking a specific artist, like a famous artist that has a lot of following that makes a lot of money with their art. Oh, and using, like, their name. Using, well, and it uses all of their stuff specifically to recreate that exact style so it's like direct stealing yes so this is where it's really because it's this is so dangerous it's super dangerous yeah like the thing that like some people like there's a lot of art there's a whole bunch of fascinating it's crazy yeah and there's a lot of arguments on all sides because even as an as an art student as an animation student you come in right away and they say yes copy art and you're like what copy art that's okay but what they mean when they say that is learn from other people and like take what other people have made to learn now we're not saying make money off of it that's its own thing like, yeah but like they do talk about Which how is okay like, on a very small scale maybe yeah and like they talk about like reference and stuff like you know use multiple references use live photos but also use drawn things and see what other people have done and have it as inspiration and reference and while you create your own thing. Yeah, so like, and they do, like, as a human, like, use other people's style to influence you. Yeah. And you will end up with your own style because you are a human and you're not yeah. that human. So and your style will yours. be slightly different, yeah. but everyone has their influences, and that's totally fair. Exactly, and it's okay to still claim that as yours when, as long as you're not, like, directly tracing something, saying that it's yours and making money off of it. Like, that's where problems arise. But what's happening with some AI in, in the instances now is that people who are using it the, like in horrible ways to steal specific people's art, emulate that style, and then therefore make money off. And are like they're not trying to pass it off as that person's art. Some of them are. So people because um, that would are be directly fake, illegal. Like pe- there's apparently there's like fake accounts being made saying that they have this art made by this person and they're selling it there's also some stuff where like maybe they're not saying that it's this person's art but they're like it's very very obviously like copied pulled from their stuff yeah um and the have to understand too is that 
the people who are like using this AI technology to like st- essentially steal other people's work, it, the effort required is so minimal yeah. because the AI is doing the work for you. It's... And that's the other thing that comes into question, like is AI art art? Like even if we could find a moral way to use it, like is it is it art anymore? And like what is this going to mean for artists in the future? Like there's just so many things. There's a lot I, of feelings. I mean, it is so hard to say. <laughs> and it's the just the idea of like the idea of AI is triggering to anybody. Yeah. When we think AI, we think, you know, robot apocalypse. Yeah. Like that is where <laughs> it is going. And no point in the past decades did anyone ever think they're going to take our art jobs. Yeah. Like that is the <laughs> farthest thing that you would ever imagine AI would be used for. Mm-hmm. And like, if it is so effective at doing this, you know, like I don't like having AI now that can like, you know, replicate or like not replicate, you know, I'll, I'll make its own art by sourcing other people's art, you know, that can, that can answer your questions in what I like conversational ways, right? Right. Like they have AI programs now that are getting so close to operating like humans that it's, it's at the point that it's like really getting scary. Yeah. It's scary. I also, I saw this, um, I'm throwing my toaster in the garbage. I know. I saw, I saw a video of like these, how far like robotics is coming and like the, these robots that they made that can jump up, stuff and like do flips in the air and stuff and yeah like parkour robots yeah parkour yeah. literally parkour robots and i'm like uh, uh like it's just it's it's all very weird and scary stuff how long is it going to be before we have a robot police force that decides what's right and wrong and how yeah. we get punished exactly like there's all kinds and can of scale buildings yeah and again like you know everyone take a deep breath we're here for you and it's going to be okay if you were just kind of touching on it right now and again, like there's so much research that I want to, I really want to deep dive into it. And I've been like touching on it here or there. If you have been affected by this, like someone has literally been using it to steal your art, please contact us and let us know. Like, I want to hear your story. I want to hear that being the said, that there's nothing we up. can do to help you, but we want to, we want to hear and like, we can give your story a voice. Like, I want to be here as a voice for people. Where I stand right now is, like, if you if someone's art is getting directly stolen, if somebody is using AI to intricately imitate some another artist, like, I don't think that's okay. I'm always here for artists getting paid their dues and getting paid for what they deserve and the things that they make. And even, like, I have an Instagram art account, and it was really important for school and getting hired and... You know, I want to put my art there. But now you there. know that's public domain. But and, it's scary and, yeah. because, like, you put stuff out without a watermark and, like, people don't like looking at art with a watermark. But, like, if you put things out there and things can just take it, it's it's terrifying. Like, you put yourself out there and it feels like it's no longer yours. And then people aren't going to want to pay for your art. Like, there's a lot of people, I feel like, and again, like, if you're totally for AI art, like, I want to have, like, a... Serious, yeah, we want to hear like, from you too. Conversation. Find out why like, what went wrong in your wiring. <laughs> no. Like I'm I'm curious to see like what people's arguments were. Like I've been seeing a lot of artists that are like totally set against it. I've seen some other people being like, okay, like AR I AI art is a bad idea, but you know what? It's happening. 
like it's here to stay for now. There's no yeah. there's no legalities against it. It's it, like the it legislation that is, is one muddy. thing, right? Like it is happening now that it exists. It will not go away. So like, what you do we just do about to, it now? Yeah. Like you know, it's time to like understand that and like move on and figure out what to do next. How to deal with it? Like I I don't know if you know if you weren't really totally unsure what was happening or how to understand it. That's essentially what is happening. There's now AI programming. It's getting easier and easier and easier for people to take people's other people's art and they're making stuff out of it. Some of it, it's very obviously AI now, art. Like it's, this is the thing with this AI art, right? Like it's all just like algorithms. I'm assuming, and someone is always plugging these things in. Like, it, there's always someone behind it, right? I think so. Like, it's, again, there's still so much that I don't understand. But I have, I've been seeing a bunch of stories of people coming up and being like, you know, my art was stolen. Like, look, you can see that this person is, like, perfectly emulating all of my stuff. And, like, they're saying that they have stuff that's mine or whatever, that it's their own art property when it's, like, so obviously mine. Then I see stories, like, with big companies are using AR art like to fill in assets and stuff. And like, I I can, I can see it from like a money saving point. Like I get it. But the problem that we still have to like remember and like before it goes so far, like I just want people to understand the origin of this stuff because no matter where you're using it, it, it it all has an, has a base of like, stealing art because like no no one person has like made enough original art that they've said like yeah here ai you can have it and there's even the thing now with like i don't know i i think on the on the moral ground i think there is uh a use for it that is not i want to say like malicious like okay i i think the idea of like using it for like a small amount of like video game assets as long as you're not stealing any single person's aesthetic. Right. I understand that. Yeah. And I, I, you know, that's a concession that I would feel like that the community, now that they know it exists, would just have to make. Like, we get that this is a thing. Just don't take it this far. Yeah. And I, I, the problem is as soon as this technology exists, all the bad actors come out and get their hands on it and mm-hmm. say, how can I scam people with mm-hmm. this technology and and it's something that is completely unregulated and and exactly. brand new and that's there's the problem yeah and i do get what you're saying because it's you know it's like well what if i only like it's just used for this little bit it's stuff that's found over scouring like people like who have put photos on the internet like years ago and all this stuff like and it's not like i mean these ai generated stuff for like the video games they're not they're not good like if you look at stuff closely a lot of the stuff you can tell it has problems. There's, like, they'll be, like, make this girl and, like, standing in a meadow or something. And you can tell that this wasn't what the person was asking for exactly. Like, it's got problems. Yeah. But you know it's only going to get better but and But it's better just going better. to get better. And then, yeah, it's just... Like, how, how long will it be before it can make enough uh, similar pictures that it can make its own cartoon? Yeah. Like, well, and this is the other thing, like... For example, in my job, I work in the Toon Boom Harmony program. And, you know, I am responsible for moving all the pieces of the build. But 
I can also use the program to my advantage where the computer does some of the work for me. Yeah. It's very minimal and I have to do all the initial work. Like if I make one pose and then I make another pose and then I want a pose that's kind of in between, I can turn a tween on and take something and I'm like, okay, that's kind of close to what I want. And then I have to go in and fix it. Yeah. But like what happens when the computer is getting so smart that it can just make stuff move for me? Yeah. And like when, at when the AI point, knows how to fix the tweens. Yeah. When it, at yeah. what point when it starts to learn, like if we ever get to a point where it can understand it and it can animate in a way that a person can, like if we ever get to that point, then, then what? Like at that point, everything that we're already consuming can like, people are going to lose jobs. It's going to get cheaper for things to be made. Things are all going to be made like that. Like art could be in theory become like a lost you know like it could it we could lose like the humanity and creativity of art itself and like again i'm getting kind of i mean there's like ai that can like physically paint paintings yeah like there was this i was i watched this video of this guy like this happened a little bit before it was like really coming out stuff about ai and i didn't know what it was and this guy was like oh look i have this ai program and i'm gonna paint like a thing and he was like kind of painting and he was like i can just say put trees here and he was like clicking buttons and it was putting trees kind of like bob ross kind of a scene so weird and i was like what like what now this is happening and then i but when the ai does it they're not happy little trees they're soulless trees they are soulless trees exactly you know it doesn't have that feel that warmth yeah that you get from Bob Originals. <laughs> exactly. But again, like, it's... At what point do we draw the line? At what point, like, do we start to get concerned about what's happening? Does it start to feel like it's stealing? Does it start to feel like people are having a really easy time making money off of supposed art when it's not art? And we're also having... Artists are getting attacked by other people in comments saying that's clearly AI generated art. Like you could not be that good of an artist. Like that's AI. Oh, and really? then so now artists are having to post to defend their own art. Videos of them making their art so that they I feel can like show that's just that they're, they're that's the ones probably that did just it. like heavy trolling. I don't and know. And it is, but it it's sort of it's like the other side of like people coming in and being like, oh like now you're claiming that this is yours. This is totally you made this with AI and people are like no, I didn't. I've been making this the whole time. And again, yeah, it's, it's hard as an artist exist, who, but... who's, you know, working on like commissions mm-hmm. and someone has to pay hundreds of dollars for like one piece of your work. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for you to say, yeah, this took me 80 hours of work to make it this nice for you. Yeah. To have someone be like, I don't believe you did. This yeah. Is, this is, this is so good. I think you thought about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, and again, Only a robot could achieve this level of perfection. Yeah. Well, and it, AI, like, being used in the in the art industry, it, like, it doesn't already help the problems that we have with getting fair pay for the things that we create. Because, like, so many people do not understand that the time and the effort that goes into creating something original and understanding that, like, this wasn't something I did in 20 minutes. Yeah. It took so much planning. And not only that, 
but like you have to remember like I took all of this school before and I have years of experience and like people should be paying for that and this happens in a lot of other industry where people get paid for that kind of experience but it's still such a stigma in the art community that like you know people expect to get things for free even or at least really cheap and they don't yeah. understand why things are so expensive and and people are more than happy to get a knockoff for cheaper exactly i, I i'm just gonna bring this back to the the whole thing when you know walmart started blowing up and everyone mm. was like oh no what well, yeah you can get the same stuff at walmart for cheaper but i want to support mom and pop shops mm-hmm. but no one can afford to support all the mom no, and pop shops like can't. i i don't know a single human being who is still boycotting walmart like yeah. everyone said they were going to do when walmart started mm-hmm. like it is it's the place to go if yeah. you need anything you go to walmart and you yeah. get it like and it sucks because i despise walmart i hate shopping there i don't like, like, I love the stuff that I can get and the stuff that, and I, that it's cheaper. Like, I go to Walmart for the cheapness, but I don't have a good experience there ever because it's a badly managed place. They don't take care of their employees. All of their employees, employees hate their lives. You can tell. And I've heard it. <laughs> I just don't talk to them. And, like, I have well, a fine time at Walmart. And also, like, but also, like, you don't see employees anywhere. Like, you see them at the cash and that's it. Like, you never... You really? rarely see people around. I just feel like it's not a place because it's like a retail store, but like at most like mom and pop retail stores, you'd have someone, oh hi, hey, how are you? Like, can I help you find yeah. anything? You, no one asks you if that you can, they can help you find anything at Walmart. Like, no, that kind of customer service doesn't. Exist yeah, it's it's like they don't they even. It's like they don't even encourage that, which no, any don't. retail does yeah. strongly. But yeah, I've I've never had someone at a Walmart. Like I I do see a lot of workers at Walmart. Yeah. But I've never had one of them look at me when I'm confused and say, "Oh, do you need help? Can yeah. I can I help you find anything?" No, you have to like hunt for? them like, down. And like I do see people like stocking shelves and stuff, or like you know putting clothes away in the fitting room. But like if you have a, if you can't find something, trying to hunt someone down in Walmart is impossible. And again, I'm not like racking on the employees. It's the way the business is run. And that's the thing. And now we've gotten to this point where there aren't mom and pop shops anymore for most things. Yeah. Most of them did close down like because of that. And it's, it's terrible and it's, but it, and it happened anyways. And this is like, and again, we got tangented, but it all makes sense. Big tangent. Yeah. But it is. Sorry, I brought up Walmart. (laughs) But that's sort of what is the concern that like, this is the beginning of like, walmart's version of art like where like ai this is the beginning where some people are like oh but like it's better and it's cheaper for these things and like we're only using it for this like that's fine which like i can understand but but it, it will phase out freelance artists exactly. like it's it, it the, the writings on the wall it it seems like mm. it's going to be very hard for any freelance artist to survive and there's in a no world regulations. where they're competing with AI. Like this is like a like it's starting to affect people now, but there's there's nothing stopping it. Like no. what are people going to do? Like oh, this guy used AI to like do this like because of all the like kind of the gray areas of the whole thing. It's really hard to find like a set rules on it, and like they're gonna have to like get them on other things. Like it's not there's just no like specific legislations for these things right now yeah and it's so it's scary and like people are scared i'm scared like i haven't been really been posting anything i don't have a lot new to post but i worry when i post like new art on my instagram and stuff i'm like you know people could just screenshot it and take it like it's not yeah it's not that hard 
Like, what yeah. am I supposed and to do? Especially in a digital world where, like, everything you own basically is exists on the internet somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's on the cloud or on, like, a Google Drive or something, it's all somewhere on some server that you don't have 100% control over. Yeah. And, yeah, like, people can take anything. Yeah. I don't know. It's really scary. Here's what we got. We got to take one of these AIs. We reprogram it to attack the other AIs. Yeah. Like or, a or maybe we send it back in time to kill whoever invented this AI yeah. before he invents it. Yeah. Anyway, guys, yeah. um, I'm really it's, curious. Like, it really seems like it's just doom. Like, it, I can't. It, it is, can't and like imagine. that's the thing. And again, like, I don't want to make you guys super anxious or. We started this one off on a really positive note. I know, and it just like it's it's unfortunate and like. We're going to do what we got to do. We're going to get through it. Um, I am, though, please reach out. I'm really curious. Like, reach out with any thoughts you have on the subject or if you have any experience with it. Do you have any AI program or anything? Like, can you explain to me how it works? If anyone is using it or anyone has been victim of someone using it. Yeah. If your life is in any way affected by AI personally. Ours isn't yet, so we want to know from yeah. someone who's like, is. Yeah, and like, if you have AI programming and you use it and you want to tell me about it, I promise I won't scream at you. I just, I'm just, I'm just curious. I want to understand it more, and like, see if I can see where anyone else is coming from when it comes to using it. But like, I just, we're yeah. just concerned. Someone explain to us the positives. Yeah, because we're concerned about the future. That's all. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's going to be so much more coming up about it. It's going to continue to evolve. I'm sure we'll talk about it more again. But I just wanted to kind of touch on it since it's a very hot button topic right now yeah um we just briefly touched on it for half an hour (laughs) it's crazy though because there's so much we could talk about it like it could go on for hours yeah but anyways in more positive light what you've been watching rich what have i been watching Mm -hmm. isn't that a great question i you know lately i've been watching so many things and it's not like me yeah, um, I'm usually the one seeing all the stuff. To watch this many things. <laughs> uh, of course, caught up with the latest season of Dragon Prince. Nice. Which is amazing. Okay. Um, as always, Dragon Prince is made by Wonderstorm Studios. Did nice. you know that? I didn't. I just assumed it was all Netflix, but I guess they're outsourcing to the studio, which Do you know I studio researched is? enough to look them up. I okay. didn't research them enough to see anything about them. Okay. <laughs> But plug the studio. It's Wonderstorm. Cool. Look it up and yeah. find out some stuff about him. Um, but, like, I just, I love this show. Obviously, it's it's very close to Avatar because mm-hmm. one of the head writers of Avatar is one of the creators of Dragon Prince, which I hadn't really put together. But, like, when I looked into it, I wanted to see if it was coming out of, like, Nickelodeon. And it is not. It is, you know, Netflix, you know, outsourced to this other studio. That's so But, yeah, this, this guy, Aaron, it has... Uh, I'm probably butchering his last name, but I don't know. He's, it was one of the head writers of of Avatar: The That's Last Airbender. That's so cool. I find it strange mm-hmm. that there are so many like literal Easter eggs from Avatar in this series. Interesting. If you pay attention, okay. That you know, like the thing where Callum like picks up a thing, boomerang. It, is not literal. But right. then th- there are other things, like in the latest season, there's a couple like literal nods to Avatar that are Amazing. like... Yeah, like using assets from the show that seems like you wouldn't be allowed to do it. Right. You know, being from a, a competing studio. Right. Um, but but like I, I guess writer, they're doing so I guess it. Yeah, I, I guess. That's but so I love it so much. Like it's, And I mean, 
the series is so great. Uh, everything about it is great. It's got so much heart. Okay. You know, I remember at first I didn't like the the animation style. Yes. I found like the first couple episodes, even when I watched them, the first couple episodes just seemed choppy to me mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But I love all the characters. I love everything that happens. Like it's so great. Oh, this is okay. This um, is cool. I I have started it, um, but I still haven't got kind of like picked it back up. And I really want to watch it with my partner. So. Yeah. We'll put that on the roster. Try and like watch, have something going that's like a little more consistent. Where like we watch it, you know, yeah, every night or every couple nights or something. It's so hard watching shows together. It is, especially because my partner works nights half the time. So like that makes it extra hard to just put stuff on. And then sometimes when we're home together, we kind of just like each playing separate video games or whatever. It's not always TV for us, yeah. like specifically, but which is great. Have your your, yeah. your alone time together. I play my Stardew, and he plays whatever on the computer yeah <laughs> but yeah so that's cool though i will i will definitely make sure that i finish it at some point then because i can't give really you cool. any spoilers about what happens in this I season know, and i won't be able to talk i don't even about know if you it. finished the last season right? maybe no i don't think so Jeepers. yeah that's cool though but yeah it it is it's a great show i love dragon prince awesome. I, this is a show i will recommend to anyone on okay. the planet because it's great all right, cool. Well, maybe we'll have to talk about it more sometime then, too. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sim- sort of similar. Um, I did randomly start watching Dragon Age Absolution, which it's on Netflix. It's based off of a video game. Yeah. Right? Dragon Age game. Which I've never which played. Which I haven't played. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't played it. Uh, I haven't watched the whole thing. I watched, I think, the first few episodes or something. It's really cool. I really like it. The one thing, the problem with it was, is I was trying to draw at the same time, and it's so engaging that I couldn't do other things at the same time, so I had to kind of put it down. But it's it's really cool. Yeah. I, I really, I was really into it. I uh, I did watch the whole thing. I was doing a puzzle the whole time. Nice. Um, so I was, like, half watching it. Yeah. You know, puzzles aren't that engaging. No. But you're always looking. So I wasn't really looking at the cartoon right. the whole time, which obviously is always a source of guilt yeah. uh, for me whenever I watch a cartoon that I'm not staring at intently. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. That's why I rewatch stuff while I do other things. Rather, I can't watch something new and not put yeah, my whole but... force into it. That's why I tend to put off watching I always want to. That's the I thing, can... right? There's so many yeah. things that I still haven't watched I for know. that reason that it's like I got to... You know, at least I can understand the story of these things, even if I didn't stare at every frame. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't know. Maybe that's a crime. That's why I failed out of art school. You didn't. <laughs> no. Um, well, like, and again, like, <clears throat> I, I can't absorb things as if I'm doing something else, depending on what it is. Yeah. If I haven't seen it before. It's the same reason I can't listen to an audiobook of a book I haven't already read. I just get lost. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Which is, like, you're a like... lot of people are all, like... If I'm listening to an audiobook while I'm doing other things and I haven't already read the book, I tend to, like, dissociate from what I'm hearing and, like, focus on what I'm doing in and out. And sometimes I'll, I'll miss pieces and suddenly I'm, like, it's like I've zoned out of what I'm hearing. And I'm, like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. <clears throat> it's hard because, so like, your, your, like, visual sense is, yeah, is like, I'm kind usually of in like command, right? Yeah, because I'm usually, like, or something, yeah. right? Like, if, I, if I'm cleaning the house or something or playing video games it's not usually an audiobook that i want to listen to but i'm working i like listening to audiobooks of stuff i've already read like the harry potter series so those are great yeah to listen to while you're working because um, it doesn't matter if you miss something yeah but i've done that even with like listening to podcasts mm-hmm. 
you know, I'll, I'll be listening to a podcast and doing something else. And all of a sudden I'll be like, what are they talking about? Yeah. I'll have to back it up five minutes because I just totally zoned out. Yeah. And I don't know what that the happens to me, too, a little bit. Yeah. That's why it probably happens to, to everyone like... who listens to this podcast all the time. <laughs> Well, and hey, we're we're totally okay with being your background noise. Yeah. Whatever works for you guys. Just the white noise in yeah. people's lives. <laughs> Dragon Age, Age Absolution, it looks really cool. It's got that kind of like retro style. I really like it. Yeah. The story was really good and engaging. The characters the story was very are good. good. Visually nice. The characters are good. Yeah. Totally they, recommend. It, it is a very inclusive uh, show. It is a very inclusive show, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, you got and dudes kissing, got, and you're like, yeah, keep yeah. kissing dudes. Oh, yeah, and got girls kissing. It's great. Everyone's just kissing. <laughs> I think we're actually watching a different show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally recommend it, and if you if you play the video game, like, let me know what it's like, because, I don't know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested in story-wise what I, the video game is like. Yeah, I never have. My girlfriend has, and she was the one who put it on in the first place. Okay. And uh, and she liked it. Nice. And that's all I know. Fair enough. <laughs> so I just finally got around to watching The Boys Diabolical on Prime, um, <laughs> because, as you know, my Prime is like four buttons away from my Netflix, and that's too many buttons for yeah. me to switch platforms. So I never watched Prime, but I I did. I watched all of the boys' Diabolical. It is a, a a very like episodic like standalone episodes. I think there's only like seven or eight of them. Oh, okay. So it's about the boys. Okay. The Amazon Prime show, the boys. Yeah. You know the boys. I've heard of it. Okay. But I haven't watched. So it. it's like like a superhero show, but right. you're pretty much always rooting against the superheroes. Okay. And there's a lot of blood and and swearing and stuff. Gotcha. And, uh, and so this, so I watched this cartoon okay. because I, I was just reading a thing on, I think on Cartoon Brew that was talking about like some of the most influential cartoons of 2022. And this was on the list and they were talking about, you know, how crazy and like over the top it was. Okay. Is it kind of like invincible in that sense? In, no. No. And okay. here's why. Okay. Because invincible was good. Yeah. And this was not. And th- this is, <laughs> every episode is written by a different person, and a lot of them are oh, written by celebrities. So, like, Seth Rogen wrote one, Aquafina wrote one, oh. Andy Samberg wrote one, which was one of the best, actually. It was okay. really weird. It's the, the last thing you would ever expect to come from Samberg. <laughs> but Aquafina's episode is about a girl who gets the the superpowers and farts out a sentient turd and then ends up like being in control of turds and her and her turd are best friends Makes like the episode's called bfff sense. i'm assuming it's best fart friend forever um <laughs> yeah it was just it was best really weird but like every episode has a did so that's that episode was done in like a very like chibi manga style okay some episodes are done in a very more like invincible style. And then some okay. other episodes are done. Like they all have their own animation style. I I didn't look into it to see if they were like outsourcing to different studios for each episode. Okay. I think they might've been. And I think that's like a really cool Probably, approach to take really because they're all standalone. The they, the, the episodes have no bearing on the show and they have nothing to do with each other. Like if you Kinda don't like ever watch this. Yeah. Except yeah. it's like, it's attached to something, but it's not, canon at all right so like if you don't watch this cartoon 
you're never going to be missing part of the story. Gotcha. It is it is literally it's a throwaway cartoon. Interesting. Um, it might appeal to a lot of people. Yeah. Most of the episodes didn't appeal to me. Fair enough. Um, I you know should I check it out out of weird curiosity? Is it something yes. weird? Okay. I would say it's worth if you have Prime. Yeah. And you are interested in cartoons as a as an art form. I yeah. would say it's worth checking out out of weird curiosity. Um, in part just because every episode's a different style. Mm-hmm. That being said, some of the episodes are over the top and possibly offensive. But, but yeah, have at it. <laughs> I don't know. If that's what you like. It was gotcha. interesting, like, you know, it, it was interesting to watch from, like, a cartoonist perspective. Okay. This, story-wise, it just didn't need to happen. It's not like Marvel What If, where, like, right. everything was, you know, some of them were a little weird, but they were all... Canon. Canon, yeah. yeah. And then they, you know, they built into, like, the next movies, so it kind of had that aspect. Like, yeah. this is something that doesn't necessarily need to happen. Which I enjoyed, but um, if you want to watch everything in order, exactly as it's supposed to happen. Those are kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That cool. Um, But that's enough about that show. Yeah, right. Well, that's a maybe yeah. for me then, I'll say. Yeah, that's a maybe. You might yeah. want to watch it, you might not. Another thing I watched recently, mm-hmm. let's talk about this briefly. I finally watched Black Cauldron. Disney, oh, right. Disney's Black Cauldron, uh, from what, like 1980 or How something? How did this come like, about where you were like, I'm going to watch Black Cauldron? Yeah, I got home. My girlfriend was sick. She was watching Pixar movies. Fair so enough. we started watching Pixar movies, which we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, and then I was like, you know, since we're both like sleeping sick on the couch, cause I got sick too. I, had, I was like, Hey, we're not going anywhere. Let's finally watch this right. old movie that I've never seen. I for feel like watching reason. in a sick haze <laughs> it makes it like, this is like the worse. only way you could get through it because it didn't i i probably slept through most of it yeah um but i i was awake for the parts that mattered and everything about that movie was boring yeah and scary yeah to it i mean you know i'm an old man so i wasn't scared but like but when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I had to leave the theater because I was too scared of Radigan in Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> there is no way my parents would have ever brought me to see Black Cauldron. Yeah. They would see take one look at that, like, Horned King, is that what they call him? I don't yeah. know, whatever the, the uh, skeleton, evil skeleton so bad long, guy. Like, yeah. it's everything about yeah, it's that was just like pure terror. Yeah, like, yeah. there is no way I could have watched that as a yeah. kid. And it's boring as all hell like yes the the music was all like that ominous like Mm -hmm. boring like some kind of like flute or like woodwind like it it just had uh, like the music just like lulls you to to sleep yeah and then then they try to shock you back awake with like terrifying images (laughs) uh it was bad it was bad yeah, that's fair. I no longer feel like I missed out by not watching it through my entire life. Yeah, I I remember watching it as a kid, and it was it was traumatizing. Um, and I it's been years since I've watched it again. There's still a small part of me that wants to just watch it so I can remember how much how it sucked. bad it was. Yeah. Which like is a funny thing to say, but it's like you know when like it's one of those movies that people still kind of talk about for for weird reasons 
Especially, like, I don't know, amongst animators and stuff. So I guess, I, like, I mean, if you saw it as a kid and it has that might, it, like, might lasting that impression in you. Nostalgia. Because it's probably still haunting your nightmares. It kind of reminds... Did you ever see The Troll in Central Park? I did not. Okay. That was, uh... Yeah, I don't know who did that. We... But. I feel... It's such a weird movie that I feel like we should watch and... And like, talk about and it? briefly talk about it. It's so weird. That movie scared me as a kid. Oh, really? And it's funny how you talk about uh, Radigan, because, like, I love The Great Mouse Detective, but Radigan did kind of scare me as a kid. He's pretty yeah, scary. Yeah, he was a scary dude. Yeah, he's a scary Big guy. Bean. And, like, it's, you know, it's interesting to even to see the evolution of movies and, like, with kids and, like, how how scarier things were when we were a kid. We saw so much real stuff. I know. They're not allowed to see that stuff anymore. Scary things, traumatic things, like Bambi. like Bambi's dad, like, Dumbo's mom. Yeah, like it's, there's some horrifying Pinocchio's things nose, that we have seen. Like there's some terrifying <laughs> stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm, it's funny that you randomly watched it. <laughs> yeah. That. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it's, no, uh, it's I've been my good. whole life and I, I was like, it's, how have I not seen this one? I've yeah. seen everything else, Yeah, I think. But this one always flew under the radar, and have, it's for good reason, because yeah. it's garbage. Have you seen Quest for Camelot? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think I have. Because my friend and I were talking kind of about Black Cauldron the other day, and I brought up Quest for Camelot, because even though they're very different, sometimes I kind of, in my brain, I kind of, like, scramble them Because they both together. have that kind of, like, castle theme. Yeah, right? and like, I think they were around the same time. Quest yeah. for Camelot, I don't think, is Disney. I think it's... No, it's definitely not. That's what I don't something. know. Like, I always just assume that anything that wasn't Disney was Bluth. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of it actually was. No. Quest for Camelot definitely wasn't. I don't think it was Bluth. I'm trying to, like, just think of, like, what the girl looked like, and that would, like, help me figure it out, but I don't think so. Quest for Camelot, it's not a super scary movie or anything. No. It's just that somehow it gets kind of screwed in my mind, and, like, it's something I want to watch again, because as a kid, I would see previews for it, but it was never in my roster of films, and I could never find it in movie, in, like, blockbuster and stuff so like yeah. it took me forever to be able to like see it interesting but then you finally saw it like later yeah. in life yeah and then i was like i was really into it i had like a like a little crush on like the guy that's in it it's essentially this like i think from memory it's this basic story is like this princess girl ends up lost in the woods and she finds this guy who's like blind and he lives in the woods and she can't understand why he lives in the woods but he like knows the woods by heart and these are like the most dangerous woods ever um but because he's like learned to like live with the land he knows where absolutely everything is and it's how he sees like you can't even tell that he's blind until like you see his eyes and she's so surprised to find out that he's blind and then they go on this adventure but then there's these weird like dragon side characters that are like comic relief and yeah, and it becomes eventually like a like a love story or whatever, obviously. But it's such a weird it's such a weird movie, and like it's just like one of those weird ones from like our childhood that like I still vaguely remember, and just like I have an urge to watch it again. We should definitely watch. It. I yeah. I don't think I've seen it, but I yeah. I may have. But there are some movies that I there were, there were so many cartoons coming up back then. Yeah. I don't remember a lot of and I didn't see a lot of them. Yeah. And it's weird to think about it now, like the amount of movies 
that I didn't see, mm-hmm. even though, like, I, I was always into animation and always yeah. wanted to be an animator, but I don't know, like, maybe because things that weren't Disney, I was like, Yeah, maybe. I don't need to see that. It's not Disney. I don't want to watch some knockoff movie. Yeah. And I mean, even as a kid, I could tell the difference between Disney films and stuff that wasn't. Um, And like, you know, as much as that makes it sound like a snob, it's just, that's just the reality is like, there's certain quality that like, even as a kid, I would look for. But... And then Disney got Lion King, and then they they reached, like, the apex, and yeah. they couldn't possibly reach that again, so yeah. everything else after it was like... <laughs> then you're watching Disney movies being like, oh, I wish I was watching something else. <laughs> I mean, that's my opinion. I yeah, know. fair enough. I know enough. you still love most of the Disney movies after Lion King. I, I will be a Disney nerd for the rest of my life. I love Disney movies, and I love stupid, like musical Disney movies. I love I love Frozen and I love Moana and I love, I mean I love all those too. And like I love Encanto and I love I just love all I love them all. Yeah. Pick pick one I I, uh, I, I dare you guys. Pick one I don't like. Probably I did, hard. <laughs> I did just watch another movie that I watched the other day while we were sick. Emperor's New Groove. And it was great. It's so great. I, I remember the first time I watched that, I was like, I don't like this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why I thought that. I know. It's it, so yeah. good. took a long time of people telling me that it was good. I know. <laughs> and, you know. I definitely think I liked it more as an adult than as a kid. <clears throat> and I don't, I didn't see it a lot as a kid. I don't think I had that opportunity in kind of those like golden years to see it like when it actually came out. Yeah. But... It's so good. And I'm and even like Kronk's new groove, like the sequel, it's actually kinda good. Like surprisingly. But yeah, Emperor's New Year Groove, it's amazing and like I love Kronk and like I love Yzma so much. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I love it so much. Some of it's really simple. Like they have the whole sequence where they're just like at the dinner table and like they're like giving him a dinner and they're trying to like poison poison him him. it's like this long ass sequence when all they're doing is sitting at a table and talking and crocs just coming back and forth with appetizers and it's phenomenal it is like (laughs) and i i really think that's one of those things that like their final team of writers Mm -hmm. you know threw in when they were just like throwing stuff at the wall basically at the end like the, pretty much all of the appeal of that movie, I think, is all the stupid stuff that they were just like, yeah, let's see let's see how this flies. Yeah, let's just do it. Here's something ridiculous that has no business being in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, they, when they're on their way back and they do, like, the the them on like showing on the map how they're moving with like yeah. the colored lines, and then it shows them, like, running, and the colored lines are in front of them, yeah. and they're like, oh, what is this, you know? And then it shows the other people get, the, and then they, they get back, and they're like, how did you get here? faster than us and they're like we don't know yeah <laughs> i yeah that was great it's quite the gag yeah okay i want to talk about a movie i saw recently okay it's not so su- something i don't know about no it's not super new but and i've been meaning to watch it but i, I kept seeing previews for it and like seeing it on netflix and i was like it doesn't look like something i would like so i put it off but finally and my partner, Cam, he's been bugging me. He's been wanting to watch it. And every time we get Netflix together, he's like, can we watch it? And I'm like, no. So finally I was like, 
here, you can pick whatever you want. And he picked it. And I was like, okay, fine. Sea Beast. It's so good, guys. It's so good. It wasn't enough for like an Oscar or something. I probably, <laughs> I hope so. So, and even when I first started watching it and like Cam had these thoughts too, and I won't get crazy deep because you haven't seen it yet. Right? I have not seen it. Okay. Watch it. Don't tell me how it ends. Very important. But even as it started, I was like, I'm not a hundred percent in love with how it looks. And also, so like, I mean, it's, there's, so there's sea beasts in it, like big surprise. Yeah. Um, they don't look the best. It's funny because there's a, like, the film establishes a pretty decent aesthetic of how it looks. And then these sea beasts are so, are such on a, such a low level of detail. Kind of picture, like, toothless, but without wings and in the water. And, like, not textured or something? like Yeah, like, <clears throat> very, very cartoony, kind of silly looking, but they're supposed to be, like, the deathly scary monsters. Right. Okay? Like, the main sea beast that they befriend is, like, the silliest looking one of them all, kind of. It's not horrible looking, but it in no way has any kind of a menacing. But do you think <laughs> like are you saying that like from a character design aspect yeah. they they phoned in the sea beasts whereas everything else they, it looks like they committed to? So the I'll, the very brief like storyline of it is like it's this uh little girl who's always dreamed of being a pirate like her parents and both her parents are dead and so she's always revered this like one pirate that's on this special ship and she's always wanted to like join his crew she like stowaway so exactly so she becomes a stowaway onto a pirate ship while they're going off and like all these pirate ships are hired by the monarchy to go out and preemptively kill the sea beasts before they kill them and there's this whole lore of this, like, long-forgotten war of the sea... When the sea beast, like, destroyed a bunch of people's land and stuff. Right. Um, so, the story's really cool. Um, it looks decent. The character designs I'm not obsessed with. I think the little girl looks amazing. Totally on point. The guy, I'm going to take him or leave him. He's okay. Some, But some of the character designs are pretty cool. Y- yeah, like, the beast, I get. Like, they don't look bad, per se, and I can see kids liking them, but they're a little too kiddish. And I right. feel like sometimes when, you know, they're making films predominantly for kids slash family, and it's supposed to be like a scary character, they, they're they not very good at hitting that line where they make a character, like they don't want the beast to look too scary, so they make it way too comical, but they don't find that middle ground. Like, using Toothless as an example, Toothless is cute as fuck. But I never looked at him and it was like, oh, you're not... Like, the aesthetic of him and all the other monsters, they all still manage to look cool and menacing, but also not too scary. Like, I wouldn't worry about showing that right. movie to a kid. Do you think these sea beasts are adorable and don't look scary? Too adorable. The main one... They're like being attacked by Squishmallows? The main one literally looks like a giant gob of of silly taffy, okay. like that pink silly taffy that you can that you buy in the bar and you break it. And it's really really Laffy tasty. Taffy? Airhead, like airhead Airheads. taffy. Right. That's what it looks like. Right. Now it still is cute. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's cute. I really love it. And you, as I got over my initial 
musings of how everything looked. I got really into the movie, and it's fantastic. I cried like a baby. Oh, yeah. It's so, so, so good. Please watch it, guys. Like, again, like... So the story is captivating enough to... To get you over the aesthetic. And the aesthetic, it's not its not bad. It's just not quite where I would want it. Yeah. And and the Beast just kind of, it took, took me out. And it's not just me. Like, my partner Cam, he's not an animator. Like, he, he enjoys cartoons, but he doesn't normally, he's not as, we'll say, opinionated as me yeah. when it comes to this stuff. And he was like, huh, these things just kind of look silly. Like, they're not... Scary. And the main one, which is supposed to be the deathly, the most deathly one, is looks the silliest the least, of all. Is the silliest that's, of all. Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah. So, that's all I'll, I'll say about that stuff. Um, but it's good. But it's good. And Worth again, guys, watching. like, totally gotta watch it. You have to watch it. It's so good. I just, like, it, oh, it's so good. Just like, it's unfortunate. There's like that little bit where I'm like, eh. Yeah. But I mean, that's the same it, that I, I felt about, it. like, the the Netflix Scrooge musical right. CGI. Uh, I didn't like the aesthetic, and, you know, within a few minutes I was like, I don't care. Yeah, you, go, you can get over it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Story's so bad. Story's good. It's being told well. Mm-hmm. It, the, it's a musical. The songs weren't bad. Like, I wasn't cringing. Good. Um, it was nice. Yeah. See, like, and you can, if it goes far enough, you can get over it. Also, the girl, of course, gets a little familiar, and it's freaking cute does sea beast have songs no what a waste of time oh watch a cartoon movie with no songs no it does not have it does it is not a musical which is like surprising because you think it would maybe be but oh it's really good though and i really like the flow of the story it's it's very like believable and it's just it's really good guys you're gonna cry. I, uh, <laughs> if you're anything like me, you're gonna cry. On the topic of movies that okay. are not a musical and have beasts in them, okay. I watched Strange World. Oh yeah, that's right. And I haven't seen it yet. You have not seen it, yeah. so I will say nothing about it. Okay. You will fucking love this movie. I will. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I I loved it. It was great. Um, it's. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say anything okay. about it at all. Okay. Uh, if you haven't seen Strange World, watch it because it was great. Okay. And uh, and if you don't think it was great, then uh, let me know. Okay. I will I will watch it then. I'll watch it soon so we can talk about it soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you'll love it. Okay. I'm you, excited. You and Cam, you'll both love it. Okay. Awesome. Because um, it was good. It was a great movie. I almost kind of wish I could like still go see it in theaters. I haven't been in the theaters in so long. Yeah. But that's Okay. You can go see Avatar, The Way of Water. Uh, yeah, my f- a friend of mine went and actually said it was pretty good. I, apparently, it's amazing. Yeah, apparently, it's actually really good. It's in 3D, right? Yeah. And I get, like, the only way you can watch an Avatar movie in theaters is in 3D. Yeah, I guess was, I didn't see the first one in theaters, so I don't well, know. Well, and she said, like, if you're going to see it, like, please go see it. Like, yeah. don't watch it at home. It's probably not going to be worth it. Because it's, she loves it for, like, how it looks. And so her, like, her and her brother went to see it, and they saw it in the 3D, and they were in the chairs that move. Oh, 4D. So, like, yeah, so, like, they're, like, swimming through the water, and you're, like, moving with them in the water. So, like, it was an experience. Oh, my, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I saw the first one at home on Blu-ray. Yeah. 
Same. I didn't care at all about that movie, and everyone was telling me how incredible it was. The franchise means nothing to me because I, know, me I didn't see it as it was meant to be seen. So I, I do, like, my girlfriend has no interest in seeing the second movie, mm. but I really do want to give it the time to, like, rewatch the first movie and then go to theaters and watch the Apparently, second one in 3D. Apparently, you, like, don't need to see the first one at all. Yeah, maybe, but, you know, I like But, that. like, still do if, like, that's what you want. Fill but in those gaps. maybe we should just go see it together, like, maybe. this week or something and just get it out of the way. You can take me for my birthday. Yeah. Second, second birthday. But... Yeah, I, I've seen the trailer for it and, like... Every single scene I saw in the trailer was frame breaking, right? Right. Like every like they've got the black bars, and literally every scene in the trailer is breaking frame. Dang. Um, and I don't know if that's going to make it seem more three D, or if it, if they've just like in the trailer alone they've taken that too far. I think like I don't know. That's interesting, um, and I'll be interested to see if I like that or not because. I have a weird thing with certain, like, film, um, what do we call them? Like, film, uh, like, tricks, film yeah. tricks and stuff. So, like, for instance, if you're watching something and let's say a character, like, you're, you're, the camera's essentially, like, in the water, almost, like, at the top of the water. Right. And a character goes by and, like, running through the, the water and splashes and it, it splashes, splashes the on camera. The lens splashes on the lens of the camera and you can see water droplets on the camera and sometimes even in animated films they make this effect happen and you don't like and it i hate it i, I don't I know why hate it because it completely takes me out of what i'm watching because i because then you're like see... wait there's a cartoon man watching these people and filming them in secret because i am literally i immediately <laughs> remember that what i'm seeing is i'm seeing it through the lens of a camera and not seeing it myself yeah and i know that like that might sound some people might be like well oh, jordan you know i get like, it i get it it takes you out of the world it does it totally yeah. takes me out i hate it and, when and then you're like these people aren't even film. running for their lives they're just acting even <laughs> though they're cartoons and like when they do it in something animated and it's so deliberate it's not just like something that happened like it's so deliberate i'm like why why are you doing this to me like it 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 wasn't like a thing that happened to happen because it's an actual physical camera and like they decided to keep it in even it's like they just they they were like okay we're gonna have a water splash effect on the camera that angers me to no end interesting i don't yeah. like it i've gathered as much yeah <laughs> So whenever um, I see dang. that, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. So if there's like frame, like if I'm interested to see that and see kind of like how that kind of thing happens and like how I'll feel about it. Yeah. So maybe we should go see. I don't, I'm assuming it's going to be out for a little while yet, but probably I don't want to like, they're trying to like break all the box office records. So yeah. I think they're just going to leave it out until s- it does. Yeah. I'm not going to ever buy it. I'm pro- I'm not going to want to watch it at home because there's going to be no point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah, it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. And they're already doing, like, the third one. They've already started filming oh, they're the already, third they're, one. Like, they're, it's crazy. They're, they're planning up to, like, four or seven or something crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, yeah. Oh, I did see some a cool video of uh, Kate Winslet. She was, she broke the record for an actor holding their breath. She held it for, like, seven minutes and ten seconds, 15 seconds. Like filming Titanic or like just for fun in her bathtub? No, in Avatar. Oh, she's in Avatar? Avatar? I know. I didn't even know she was in Avatar. I was like, 
Interesting. What? You're an avatar? And she broke the record for an on-set, like, filming of being underwater and holding your breath. In the way of water. In the way of water. Interesting. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. So that's cool. And that made me, like, want to see it because I'm like, oh. Because you like, love Kate Winslet. I do. But it also just, like, okay, like, you know, they, they, they worked hard. Like, they, they put effort into it. Like, I get it. Back to the topic okay. of things we've watched recently mm-hmm. over the holiday break, let's say. Not new, but I finally watched Sing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, like, my sister had, had like, her kids like it, okay. and she's told me that it was great, and I was like, I don't know, I don't need to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Yeah. By Illumination. It has a lot of great people, and it's, like, all of the all of the voice actors mm-hmm. are, like, actually singing in it, which is really cool. Because it's, cool. like, Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson. That's right, like, yeah. You know, I mean, they're they're the only ones that I didn't know had mm-hmm. great singing voices. And you got like Seth MacFarlane singing, and like Taron Egerton, <laughs> who, ironically enough, does an Elton John song in Sing, and then like played Elton John in Rocket Man. Hilarious. Um, who sings great Elton John? Hmm. But yeah, like he's got a he he was singing like Sam Smith and stuff. Like, it's, oh, cool. The kids got See, range. Like, you know, you, if you like it, then I know I'll like it because I I yeah. had I just had reservations. I was like, I don't know if this is a kids movie. I need to see. It is okay. Good I to know. spoiler. It is. I will watch it. Um. Yeah. I I thought it was great. Okay. And you will too. Okay. Yeah. I, I know it's been out for like is it Netflix eight or years or something. Netflix, because I feel like I think Despicable it was, Me and stuff should still be on Netflix. I right? think it was probably on Disney because uh, we were watching Disney that day. Okay. And uh, and I was just going through, going like, through the, the list of movies. Yeah. That's a good thing to do when um, you're not feeling great. On the topic of Netflix, mm-hmm. I recently finally got around to watching Over the Moon. Right. Uh, the Glenn Keane produced... CGI movie that he he made for Netflix mm-hmm. a few years back. Yeah, I watched it a while back. I remember really liking it, but I feel like I need to watch it again. Yeah, to like reabsorb it because it's 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 a it's an interesting like very mythical story that kind of has like a crazy twist. Yeah. So. It, and with a weird modern take. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the the core story about, like, families coming together, whatever, that's always nice. Yeah. It definitely, it, the songs were very Disney-esque. Okay. Like, you know, you can tell that, like, Glenn Keane is coming from a very heavy Disney background. Yeah. And and he's definitely bringing that to the table, you know, as a, as a showrunner who's, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and it was interesting, like, they were doing this... Like, with Pearl Studios, which is a Chinese animation studio, like, operating out of somewhere in China. I don't Mm -hmm. even know why I pretended that I knew where, (laughs) but in in China. So so it's interesting that, like, they have this, they actually got a Chinese studio. They actually got the studio to, like, help make it more authentic. Yeah. That's cool. Do you know if, like, so this was, like... It was a Netflix project. It's a Netflix project, so they kind of had associations with studios. Like, do you know which parts... We're kind of like, do you know what studios did what for the movie? No, I do not. Okay, okay. Because no. I, I know that it was like Netflix really Animation Studio find. and Pearl Studios. Okay, yeah. 
you won't even necessarily be able to find that information. I think that's not necessarily always easy to like yeah. actually sniff out. But that's really see that's really but, cool yeah, I'm too. assuming they had like not only to work on it but to make Have sure it's like culturally influence. authentic, right? Yeah, like, which is awesome. Yeah. And it was really it was really pretty. Yeah. Um and then it it has two D aspects in it. That, it does uh, have some very we pretty two D aspects, very yeah, like pencil, like pencil drawn, drawing, which is you know that's very yeah. Glenn, Glenn Keen. And it's always thing. nice when they do that. Like it's just to to tell a story to yeah. set up for their story. So they have that like pencil drawing, like mm-hmm. almost montage. And thing I love that it. because again, it's you know two D should does and hopefully will always have a place even within three D because it's just it's so important and it's just it's such a beautiful way to like to have some contrast and to tell a story yeah within something that's totally 3d yeah it has it's like i hope i think will always have a place hope it will i'm sure it will because it's really pretty yeah but yeah once ai learns how to do 2d animation (laughs) it'll always have a place yeah nice that's it all right that's all i've been watching lately amazing that's all i've been watching too i pretty much just watch cps and not much else like been like binging some comfort shows that i've seen before and playing a lot of stardew valley yeah sorry guys you're getting probably bored of hearing me saying i'm playing stardew valley but i'm still in we're not gonna have an episode about that that would be a different podcast (sighs) it's still animation (laughs) but uh i'm still re i like to restart because i'm still trying to do 100 percent completion of the community center within year one right and for context, I'm playing on the Switch, so I don't have any mod, fancy mods or anything. I don't know what any of this means. <laughs> you will one day, because you would like Stardew Valley. I, I probably would. You would. Um, anyways, guys, uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks and, for um, hanging in there for the long haul. Yeah, <laughs> for the for this a little bit longer episode. And again, like we're always hoping to hear from you guys so please reach out you can uh, send us anything on instagram send us an email check out the website and just you message us on discord yeah and just remember that you know that we're, here we're for about you. to tell you in <laughs> 20 seconds and uh but especially like you know when it comes to the ai stuff like just know that you know it's kind of scary but like it's gonna be okay we're gonna look out for each other and i hope that artists kind of just really it's a time to come together and be strong and um mostly just informing yourself is probably all you can do at the moment yeah yeah no one knows how this is going to play out yeah although all of our theories have been bad yeah but hey hopefully what can you hopefully do not <laughs> all right goodbye for now thank you for listening if you have as much fun with these episodes as we have making them consider following us on instagram and twitter at evening with an artist Get up-to-date news on future events, episodes, and more. You can also check out our website, eveningwithanartist.com, for a look at previous recordings, interviewees, news, and upcoming shows. We would love to hear from you, so send us a DM on Instagram or email us at jordanandrich at eveningwithanartist.com. Don't forget to join our community on Discord and see where it all started. Here, you can chat with other members and submit your interview questions. Did you enjoy the music? All the tunes on our podcast were created by our music man, Dougal Dawson. To learn more about Dougal and listen to an uncut version of the Iwa tunes, you can find him on our website. If you'd like to support the show, visit the donation page on our website, linked throughout all our social media, to help fund equipment, production, and guest speakers. Until next time. I've been Rich. I've been Jordan. And this has been Evening Evening with with an an Artist. Artist.